Um, <laughs> very last minute. Really, really excited. Um, so apparently there was a dust up today in, in the New York Dems. Um, and I have a guest to come on to explain a little bit more about what happened. I was not on Twitter because I was being a good employee at work today. And I logged in tonight and I saw a statement from um, New York for Bernie. Basically, um, yeah. So I will let my, my guest come on and introduce herself. And we can get to talking to you a little bit more about what happened today in New York. And yeah, this is kind of exciting right now because I'm really actually flabbergasted because I'm a big fan of hers. <laughs> I'm about to fangirl a little bit, but um, hello. Well, can you hear me? Sorry, I have to apologize. I'm yes, on the streets I can of New York, so I'm trying my best. <laughs> hey there. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for taking time out of your evening to talk to us. Um, welcome to The Way with Anoa. Um, everybody, this is Nomiki. Nomiki, I'm really excited to talk to you. I appreciate it. I'm excited to tell you what happened. I, so, so, um, awesome. So, I, I, so I'm going to, I just want to say, like, like, I just hit up Momita because when I saw it was Momita, I got really, really upset. I mean, I was already upset, yeah. but I got really upset. So you can kind of just give yeah. us a little bit of background of what, what was going on today with, 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 with um, the Dem New York Dem, um, with the delegate yeah. convention and, and then what happened. So, um, this was a meeting that was where the Bernie delegates and the Hillary delegates were to come together and mm -hmm. essentially vote on a few different things. Three really very basic procedural things, like who is going to replace the delegates that suddenly couldn't make it. And then one very big thing, which was who is going to be the New York chair of the delegation. And why that's significant is that that's the person who, even though it's just an image thing, it's the person who is on camera when they, they yell on the convention floor, uh, New York State supports so-and-so. So, -and -so. so uh, the, 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 the Hillary supporters decided mm -hmm. that that was going to be uh, our governor, Governor Andrew Cuomo, who's currently under investigation as well. Um, not as well supported as even Hillary was in New York, and Hillary only came in, you know, with 48% or 46% of the vote. He, um, he had a very serious primary a couple of years ago, uh, not very well liked by the state. All the papers are constantly criticizing him. So you could see why the Bernie supporters would naturally be questioning uh, why Andrew Cuomo would be the nominee, even though if the insider's secret is that Andrew Cuomo runs the Democratic Party in New York State. So right. we and thought... His last, and his most recent antics with the BDS um, executive order, I mean, there's so many, like you said, there's so many different reasons why that is really right. problematic, having him officially in charge. Right. I mean, this is a man who campaigned on anti-corruption, set up an anti-corruption organization, uh, the Moreland Commission, and then shut it down as soon as the Moreland Commission started investigating him, and is now under oh investigation by the U.S. Attorney. So that's who we're dealing with here. Um, he's definitely not his father. He's no Mario Cuomo. Uh, but with that all being said, we decided as a group to learn from the lessons of how the media portrays these, these conventions. We met as a group prior to this uh, meeting, this unified meeting with the Hillary people that, this morning, and we said, okay, we're going to follow Robert's rules of order. We're going to motion. Um, we're going to do motions properly. And a lot of us have been involved in the Democratic Party, you know. My mom was an elected official in New York, in, in New York. like, she, you know, I was raised around these people. You know, I like personally, I know Robert's rules of order. And I think a lot of people in the room knew it and they were very respectful of that. 
But essentially what happened was when uh, the secretary of the New York State Committee stood up, um, you know, he was going through the, 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 the motions. He said, are there any motions to object whether or not uh, Andrew Cuomo is the nominee? And like 20 people stood up and said, you know, motion to object, motion to nominate somebody else. And, and we had all talked about that beforehand, and he ignored it. And he goes, all right, motion, uh, uh, Andrew Cuomo, he didn't say it was unanimous, but he was like, this is basically done. I forgot the words that he used, but it's on camera. And so they kept, you know, people started booing. And this is, I, I forgot to mention that there were about four, uh, four speeches by elected officials and, and okay. party leaders. You know, there was a dais at the top with all the committee positions. And none of those Deus members were Bernie people. It was all, there were about six people, and they were all Hillary people. A vice chair was just nominated, Christine Quinn, who is also a very controversial party person. She ran for mayor. She um, has, she, you know, she has a lot of questionable background, and she's not liked by the progressive community on top of it. So she got up there, and she started to talk about unity, and then she started to scream at Bernie supporters, scream at them. The, the, the convention, it, it turned very quickly, and people started to boo that. And then immediately after that, we had our vote, and that's when um, uh, he didn't let us object. He just basically, the, 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 the secretary moved past it all and said, that's it. Uh, Governor Cuomo is our nominee. And at that point, I was sitting next to Kat Bresler. I got up from my chair, and I was like, screw this. I walked down the aisle, went to the front of the dais, grabbed the mic, turned it on, and I looked at them and I said, I don't know if you guys didn't hear us, but there were about 20 people who motioned back there that we would like to suggest another nominee. And he goes, that is it. We voted. It's done. And I said, no, no, no. I don't think you understand. And I pointed all these people that were standing up, objecting and motioning. And we had it all on camera. And they cut my mic. And that's when Momita came up and all the, you know, a lot of Bernie people came up to the front to support. Right. It's all on camera. And Lomita, um, there was a Hillary supporter, an elderly gentleman, who I think we have the name for now, from upstate. Uh, he first hit her, and then she turned around and she goes, excuse me? And that's when you see it on camera. He hit her with a cane. <laughs> I mean, so there's, like, there's many things going on here. There's the fact that the Democratic Party was suppressing our voice, not even, I mean, look, they were going to win. They could just pretend to be Democratic. This is not something, they didn't have to pick this fight. It was ridiculous. Um, and then, and then not only that, you had a Hillary supporter hit a 24-year-old Muslim woman who's, you know, it's their first time ever engaging in politics. It's like, that's, that's unity? Bullshit. And, and, and for so, anyone, if anyone has ever had the opportunity to meet Lomita, like, seriously, she is the cutest, little, most sweetest, everybody, let's just work together person ever. Sure. Lomita is a member of People for Bernie, co-founder or founder of Millennials for Bernie. I mean, very active, wonderful woman. And I mean, I don't even think Lomita could hurt a fly. So it's not even like anyone can try and say she provoked anyone or whatever yeah, 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 the rhetoric yeah, people and come that's out not even, with. Nothing, like nothing like was provoked. Nothing was provoked. Like that's, I wouldn't even understand right. that because anybody was there. There were Hillary people. The Hillary lawyer walked up to the Bernie lawyer, Arthur Schwartz, and said, that was not, I am so sorry. Like that, because they all knew. Anybody with a brain knew that just let us vote. Like you don't even have to, it, it, it was ridiculous. And then for this man to be like, you're disrespectful, and then hit Momita for walking down the aisle. I mean, this is the Democratic Party of New York State. They're losing membership. They're hemorrhaging membership. They lost every single upstate county. 
every upstate county, and they're sitting here saying it's unanimous? And by the way, that was a closed primary with registration in October. So imagine if it was an open primary with registration at a normal time. You know, we got 42% without anything. Right, right, exactly. Exactly. I think we had an exchange on Twitter once before where we went back and forth about which was more corrupt, Chicago and New York. And you were telling me about how um, in New York State, there are so many uh, officials who have been under either are under indictment or have been under indictment um, or prosecuted for, you know, ethics, violations, improprieties of various sorts. Um, So so what what do you. You know, with your experience and stuff and what you've seen, what what is where do you go? Like what what where do you guys do after this? Like what is the next, you know, step or or are you guys still just trying to figure out like process from what happened today? Right. Well, we issued a statement today. Um Kat Bresler and I sat there and we wrote up a statement and then you know, we talked to the whole committee and said, Should we do this? We have a, mm-hmm. so we decided to put up the statement because um there was a reporter who who basically had uh uh, you know, asked for a statement from, from Basil Smichael, who is the executive director of the party, and he's a good guy. Um, I'm friends with Basil. Like, I respect him. I think he's in a very difficult position. And so we issued okay. a statement basically saying that because we didn't follow the rules and the procedures of the Democratic Party, um, the nomination is null and void. It's not, it's, it's, it's not valid. And so as a result, you know, that means that the vote has to come up again at the, new, at the, the party convention. You know, and this is all optic stuff. Like, it's not even about, we all thought, we were like, you guys didn't even have to go through this. We knew that he was going to be the, the person, but we at least should be able to exercise our vote. Right. Now, with that being said, hang on a second. Hey, oh, sorry. With that, he's closing my Thank you. Um, with that being said, you know, there was a, um, uh, you know, we, we thought that we talked to like, what's next, what's next? I think what's next, uh, there's many steps. There's the short term, there's the, the middle term, there's the long term. You know, technically we could file a lawsuit over the rules, um, and we might do that. Momita, I think, press charges. We'll see what happens with that. Okay. Um, you know, and I think these optics-wise, it looks really bad. I think that the party, in the, in, in, in Dem- the Democratic Party in New York, has this illusion that they're stronger than they are. I mean, there are definitely machine style politics still at play and that is what won hillary the election but it is by no means in the numbers that they think it is and and i think they're aware of that but they're pretending that um the machine is alive and well uh, governor cuomo is is basically controlling the machine the way that hillary is contra- controlling um the okay. dnc and like other parts of the country so i think right. the next step is to just run i mean take over these committees get rid of these people you know, they're patronage. They're just like a bunch of, of hacks. There's no other way of saying it. They're like, where's our, our job? Get us our job. When Charlie Rangel got up there and he started speaking like cutely, he's like, oh, it's so great. All these young people who got engaged, you know, you didn't have to, you didn't have to march with Martin Luther King. We're in a political revolution. This is our political revolution. People were like, like vomiting in the audience. Charlie Rangel's telling us what a political revolution is and that, we didn't have to march with Martin Luther King, who, by the way, he didn't march with. <laughs> Charlie Rangel, who has had his own ethical violations and issues with uh, yeah. public health, holding multiple multiple subsidized apartments, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I think I, mean, I think one great thing that you also just said is that we need to be, if, for those who feel value in, in, in taking over 
occupying the party, right? Need to be on those committees, need to get in there and be involved and demand that the voice is heard and that the vote is counted and that, that it yep. matters. Um, that's a really strong yep. point um, and strategy. I think that people need to, to understand exists and, and should be a consideration. I, I completely agree. And I think that what one of the things that we tried to reinforce in our meeting afterwards, because we had a wrap up meeting, was that the numbers are on our side. So I think a lot of people think that a contested convention, you know, we have no chance. We had two contested conventions in the past 35 years. And of those two, one with, with Ted Kennedy against Jimmy Carter and one with Jesse Jackson, uh, there was absolutely no, I mean, they brought in like one, two percent of the vote. It was nothing. It was like, it was a joke. But they still used whatever they did in that contested convention to leverage. Ted Kennedy got the Hunt Commission. That's where superdelegates were basically um, created and enforced in 84. I mean, they stacked the conservative primaries to benefit the establishment. That came out of the Ted Kennedy contested convention. And in 88, Jesse Jackson, Jackson got some of his reforms. We are literally, this is literally the closest Democratic primary in history. We have so much leverage and we're not even aware of it because we're being dismissed. We have so much leverage. And not only that, we have time. They know this is the, this is when one candidate is supported under everybody under 45 basically supports one candidate, 80% of the vote and 19 candidates are supported with those over 45. That should say a lot. You've got all the Republican candidates and a Democratic candidate split the vote for those over 45. One candidate under 45. We got a lot of leverage. So that's that's a great point, too. To so, so just I have one question from you from our, our producers in the chat room. Um, do you think that like this story, because we, we I mean, I know you've dealt with it being being a, a present face in the meat, you know, unsupported Bernie Sanders in the media. You know, this narrative that, oh, the Bernie bros and it's so sexist in the center. Do you think that anyone mainstream will pick up this story of basically Momita <laughs> being assaulted today? Great question. Uh I mean, I've pushed it across platforms. I've reached out to my media contacts. I hope. I mean, we've gotten a few people interested, but it's like, you know, they've moved on from, from the debate about whether or not this is a primary. And, like, and, and quite frankly, like, it's kind of sad because, you know, I'm in the mainstream media, and I can't even get the story picked up. Or maybe it's a blip, or maybe right. it's a retweet. But I don't even think it matters anymore. I think that's what's so amazing about this is that despite such – um, complete dismissal of this campaign in the mainstream media, and when it is covered, it's covered in like a condescending sort of way. Despite all that, we've still been able to get in these numbers. I'm trying to think you don't need them. Like, screw them. I mean, I'm part of it, and I'm like, screw them. So, <laughs> they're going to realize it. They're going to realize that, you know, the, 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 a lot of these cable networks have been trying really hard to get millennial support, and I just say, well, maybe you should cover Bernie. That's that's pretty much it. Maybe you should just cover the guy that you're afraid of. <laughs> right. So so yeah. What what do you what would be your prescription for increase? You know, even even with us, like we we do. You're right. We do. You know, I'm. I always say I'm an old lady. Millennial just turned thirty five. So we're like I'm like the first gen first gen. Uh, I hear you. you know, I'm thirty two. I get it. I always <laughs> say that that you know. I mean, we, we do, but like so many of us, we are overwhelmingly supporting Bernie, but we, we're like the largest, you know, age group now we've overtaken the baby, the bloomers. 
but like right. how do we get you know all of us active and engaged like how do we get more of us engaged to kind of almost yeah. you know no offense to any of my boomer friends out there but how do we get it to kind of you know neutralize them a little bit better like what what are some just if you can think of anything just strategies or you know yeah I mean it really is I think this this is the first step of a revolution and I, I've studied a lot about movement building and protests and how this all originates there's, there's a lot of models um, but mainly there's right. two models there's one model that's about incrementalism and building top-down infrastructure and that's the way the Democrats have done it for the past 35 years that's not gonna work anymore time is moving way too fast uh, people are really connected things are happening rapidly so we do need these movement types of systems. But because of that, because this generation is taking over so quickly, I mean, it's not about millennials anymore. It's about like Gen Z. I mean, I'm a millennial, you're a millennial, we're in our 30s. I mean, my millennial friends have kids. Like if we're not taken seriously, <laughs> right. that's, that's offensive, right? So right. I think I think what it really comes down to is exactly what Bernie's saying. You ha we have to start running for things at every level. It used to be yeah. that the barriers of entry for running for office, and I've run for office, I've ran for Congress, the barriers of entry were money. I mean, you still need to raise money. You don't need to raise what you used to. And how do we know that? Because we've been able to get our message out without buying ads on TV. I mean, yes, Bernie bought ads on TV, but that's not how he reached up. That's how he reached older demographics. You, right. We have been able to utilize this social media world in a way that no one can even imagine. And so I think it really just means stepping up. Is it running for city council, running for local office, running for community boards, running for, um, uh, you know, whatever your everybody has their aldermen. Um, right. It's, 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 it's really embedding ourselves in the infrastructure and taking over. Because when you're not tethered to money the way that these hacks are, I'm going to use the word hack. When you're not tethered to money, you can actually make decisions and compromise. Like that's the secret mm -hmm. sauce of our democracy. When you don't have to sit there and take cash on the side or run, you know, raise money or cut deals or go out there and raise money for a bunch of other hacks, you're actually able to like, I don't know, think about policy and do something. And don't Right, right, exactly. And that's what we've done so well. We've done it so well, this election cycle. So I do, I mean it. I'm like, I don't, don't wait for anybody to call you to run. Just do it. Fuck it, do it. You know, I sat there in the audience today and I said to myself, my mom, ran, my mom was an elected official. And so I'm watching all these people around me and I'm like, I know that guy, I've known him for years. I mean, like, it was a little intimidating. These are people that I grew up around, right? Right. And I sat there in like the, the, the 25 seconds of thought process. I was just like, fuck this shit. They're not going to be around in 20 years. I mean, without, sorry, I don't know if I'm allowed to swear on this, but I was like. You are fine. Go ahead. You are good. <laughs> I'm like, let's get up. Who cares? I mean, like, this is about our livelihood. They don't get that. It's For them, it's about, uh, it's about their livelihood, but they, they're depending on, on patronage jobs, and we're thinking, like, our futures. Right, so exactly. I, I really exactly. encourage everybody. Wow. You are like so even more awesome to talk to than just like following you on Twitter and watching you on TV. Thank you so much for joining oh. me this evening. Like, I'm I'm going to have Thank to you. beg you to come back some other time so we can dig in deeper about um, getting more of us involved in the process and other things that we can do to further, you know, this work and the political revolution and just chop it up a bit more. Like, cause I'm running out of time because Ben has to come on after me, but you have been awesome. And definitely I'm sure gave everyone uh, quite a bit to, to digest this evening. 
Um, so thank, thank you so you. much again. I appreciate thank it. And I know it was so short notice. Thank you so much for having me and for creating this space for everybody because I think that's also important is that we now have spaces to have these conversations and yes. that didn't exist yes. before. We don't have to wait for CNN. And, you know, I say that as a friendly, as a friend of CNN, you know, this is, a, <laughs> this is important. Yes. So I really yeah. value what you're doing and thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. I greatly appreciate you. Enjoy the rest of your evening. And if you see Momita, please hug her for me. <laughs> I will, definitely. Thank you. Okay. Good night. So, wrapping it up, you guys. Um, you know, this is what PA is all about. This progressing that army. Thank you so much, Namiki. Like, like seriously, she literally, we reached out a little while ago. She literally stepped out of dinner to take some time to talk to us. So like, you know, big ups to her. Thank you so much. I mean, that was really some dope information she just dropped there. Um, shout out to my girl, Mamita Ahmed. You know, Mamita is, like I said, one of the sweetest people that I could ever think of. We've had to deal with this nonsense about the Bernie bros and the sexism and this, that enough for a year. We have all experienced, you know, different attacks from Hillary, male Hillary supporters, female Hillary supporters as well. And now we have on videotape um, one of our own, being physically attacked by somebody like that's not okay cranky old man or not i mean you just can't go around hitting people with your cane dude like seriously i mean it's a it's, it's even huger that it's an older white man who hit a young you know muslim woman today right like like the the level of issues there is huge